0: in future tense, Dimension. Dimension The National Broadcasting Company in cooperation with Reed and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction brings you Dimension X. Dimension. On a high hill Samoa, there is a grave inscribed on the marker of these words. Under the wide and starry sky, did might me lie. Gladly did I live and gladly die, and I lay me down with a will. This be the verse you have graved for me. Here he lies where he longs to be. Home is the sailor home from the sea, and the hunter home from the hills. These lines appear another place trawled on a shipping tag from a compressed air container and pinned to the ground with a knife. It wasn't much of a fair as fairs go. The trotting races wouldn't be held till 8 o'clock at night. The flags and bunting drooped in the gray afternoon, and the pitchmen seemed discouraged. A large black cabriolet limousine stood at the side of the road. Thirty-two cylinders hurrying quietly. And over the dust and the crater of a fair, a bullhorn blasted its highest pitch. Hurry, hurry, hurry! This way to the moon rocket! The moon rocket! This fly! The actual type rocket used by the first men to fly it! Jill thrills the
1: romance of space. You can ride out for only twenty-five dollars!
2: Hurry! 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 Henry. Yes, sir. I'm getting out. But the board meeting, sir, you're due in Kansas City at four. Do you think I need another five dollar gold piece? Oh, no, sir. You right. trying to tell me what to do? No, sir. Of course not. Then get this confounded bottle all off my leg. Get it off. Just a minute, sir. I'll help you. There you go. Oh. me. Of course, sir. But yep. Watch your head on the door. me. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Yes, the ship. A rocking old tub. Single jet type with fractional midriff controls. Stay here, Henry. I'm going over. The morning 50 cents to come aboard. in 30 minutes.
0: hurry, hurry. Hurry. Charlie,
1: I got that B-2 patched. I welded it. Good for maybe an hour. Oh,
2: what a crowd. I wouldn't risk a nickel to see the sun blow up. Oh, sir.
1: Yes, uh, oh, excuse me, sir. Uh? Oh,
2: uh, yes, sir. Uh, Fifty pence, the Rock. One? Would you take a the
1: trip? You mean you
2: want to go up? It's 25 bucks. That's right. Yes, sir, right away. Charlie, uh, take the pitch. Oh, okay. Step this way, sir. Um, look, out, uh, look out for the feed lines there. I see them. Step uh, step right into the office. Hey, doc, passenger for checkup.
0: Oh,
1: okay, sir.
2: Is this necessary? Regulation.
1: Uh, take off your coat, open your shirt, roll up your hat, How
2: things, man? Slow. We're not drawing as much for the coot We'll um, pick up tonight
0: with the trousers, Well, I'm ready, Doctor. All right. Your arm. All right. Breathe in. Out. Breathe. Breathe. (laughs) Breathe. (sighs) Sorry, Max. No go, Doctor cardiac condition, and I
1: couldn't certify him.
0: Sorry.
1: You mean you
2: won't take me up?
0: He's the doctor. I couldn't even guarantee you'd live through the takeoff. It's not only a bad heart, but with heavy acceleration, your whole
1: circulatory system would be in danger. And at your age, bones are brittle,
0: highly calcified. You could snap one on the takeoff. Well, I rather expected it. I'm
2: sorry. Between you and me, we could have used the 25. Uh, excuse me, Captain. Yeah? Would you and your engineer have dinner with me after your flight? Dinner? At my home. Uh, my car is over there.
0: That's your car?
2: Yes. You are serious, Mac? You want Charlie and me for dinner? Uh, yes. yes. Okay, okay. I don't see why, why not. Thanks. Jolly. Jolly, you had enough.
1: Oh, lay
2: off, man. Oh, that's perfectly all right, Captain McIntyre. A cigar? Oh,
0: thanks. Ooh, mm, light. Yes, yeah, thanks.
2: It's hard for me to see why any holder of a master's ticket would quit the Earth's moon run. I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't have us that. Seth. It was
2: OG who walked you out. All right, all right. So I took a few drinks. I, I could have squared that. Too many regulations. Red tape. Yeah. Would it uh, help you to get back to the moon? Sure. I could get a short haul job hopping on. If I kept my nose clean, I might even get back on the run. Yes, and uh, would you be open to a business proposition? What is it? You own your rocket. Firing a couple of leaves. I want a charter to take me to the moon. What? You hear what he said, Mac? He wants us to fly that old heap to the moon. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do it. The old poll's worn out. We don't even use standard fuel, just gasoline and liquid air. Why don't you bribe a couple of company medics you've been done before? I know, but not for me. I'm D.D. D. Harriman.
1: Harriman?
2: Why, you own the company. I'm a large percentage of the company, but the other directors won't permit me to jeopardize the franchise. <laughs> Can you tie that, Mac? A guy with half the money in the world, and he's up the creek.
1: Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> he's right. Well, Captain, it's against the law, I'd make it worth your while. Sure, he would, Max. D. D. Harriman. He'd make it worth our while.
0: Max. Yeah.
2: Luna City. Why do you want to go to the moon so bad, Mr. Harriman? It's the one thing I've really wanted to do all my life. I'm maybe 50 years older than you are. When I was a kid, nobody believed we'd really reach the moon. You've seen rockets all your lives, but. When I was a boy, they laughed
0: at the idea.
2: But I believed. I wanted the moon more. I used to stand in the backyard and stare.
0: How far away is it, Mom? The moon? Far enough. Why do people fly to the moon? Oh, they can't. Why not? I just can Not now, anyway. Someday I will. What? Fly to the moon. Sure, sure. Come on now, girl. Inside. Way past your bedtime. I wanted
2: to go to college. Engineering. Then the University of Chicago. Then Yerkes
0: Observatory. That's what I wanted I didn't get You see, Del, Dad and I wanted you to go to college. We planned it. We saved for it. But with your dad gone and the girls growing up, I just can't manage it. The insurance won't cover us, and it's getting harder to make ends meet. You've been a good boy, Del, and worked hard to make out. You'll understand.
2: Understood. And I worked. Stock boy at the old Ford plant in Detroit. Accountant. Credit manager for a mail order house. And then New York. Wall Street. And then transportation. The monorail line between New York and Chicago. The Atlantic pressure tunnel. And then Paraman Rockets.
0: Dell. Dell, I want to talk to you. I'm working, Charlotte. Talk to me now, Del, or you may not get another chance. What is it? Headlock with me. You sold out again? I run the business, Charlotte. Still, I'm set up. Up to hear? I married you because I love you. I still love you, but I'm set up.
2: Now, what is it,
0: Charlotte? We're not young yes. anymore, now. I'm tired. I'm not asking for millions, just a little life for the two of us. I'll pull the money out, I know you will. 20 hours a day on Ben's green to stay awake and Nino Barbato to sleep. Dell, I can't stop you
2: from doing this to yourself, but I won't let you do it to me. I didn't know about the divorce for a month. I lost the papers under a stack of blueprints and stopped respectus. Here's the news, Flash, Strato rocket reaches Paris. You've got the franchise lined up. The House Committee is solid. The Federal Rocket Commission is okay. The next step is the moon, Fred. Sure, sure. Look, out if we cut the freight rate on the tunnel, we could. I'm serious, Fred. The next step is the moon. Dell, you've been riding that joke for years. It's no joke, Fred. I've signed a four million dollar research contract with National Fishing Corporation and guaranteed the next two years' output of the Brookhaven Atomic Energy Institute. Dell, you couldn't. That's every liquid asset we have. You can't do that on your own initiative. I have, and the board will back me up. Fred, we're going to the moon. It took two fraudulent bankruptcies and an investigation by the Securities and Exchange Commission before we did it. There were three injunctions on the rocket before it blasted off. I was going on the second trip, but my considerate board served a court order on me. You can't go, Del. Fred, I'll break you if it's the last well, You've I... got a bad heart. That's no secret. If you die out there, the whole card house comes down. We've got an equity in this corporation, and we're going to see it protected. You've sucked us in on this wild scheme, and now that it paid off, you're going to sit right down here on Earth and see that the dividends come out on time. You're not going to the moon, Del. Forget it. My lawyer shook off the restraining orders, the first cargo rocket had crashed into the Pacific, and Congress rushed through the Space Precautionary Act. My heart was earthbound, but now I'm moved. But I will
1: not die until I have set foot on the moon. There, Captain McIntyre, you ask why I want to go to the moon? Well, yes? You'll find a ship, Mr. Harriman. I'll drive it. You'll get the moon.
2: What, Mr. Harriman? You heard me sell out my holdings. I want every share I own realized in cash as soon as possible. But it'll depress the market, sir. You won't realize the full value of your holdings. Don't you think I know that? I was juggling stock before you were born. I can afford to
1: take the loss. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, Mr. Harriman, there are two men outside. Who are they? Uh Captain McIntyre and a Mr. Schwartz. So we'll send them in, Henry. What are you waiting for? Yes, of course uh, And This way, right gentlemen. Mr. Harriman. Well,
2: Captain McIntyre, glad to see you. And Mr. Schwartz, come right in. You weren't, uh, kidding about that job for us, were you? Certainly not.
1: You're
2: not backing out on me, are
1: you? No, no, we, uh, we need the job. Yeah.
2: Our ship is lying in the middle of the Ostage River, with her jet split open
1: like a herring. You weren't hurt, were you? Sprains and bruises, that's all. We jumped. I caught a catfish with my bare teeth. That's all right.
2: Then we can get on to business. I'll have contracts drawn up for you. You two will have to buy me a ship. I can't do it openly. My dear board of directors will find out and slap a floor order on me. But uh, we can't get credit. Don't worry. I'll supply the cash in advance. Pick some ship that can be fitted with a jump. A straddle yacht.
1: A move to a piece of desert.
2: I'll find the strip and buy it. You mean fit her out there? Yes,
1: we'll install extra
2: fuel tanks, change the injectors and timers for space spaceflight. Spend all the money you want. I'll see that you get it.
1: One hundred and thirty two shares of Apex holding at sixty percent of par. Jake. Fifty two preferred space waste fuel, fifty percent of par. Jake. And at that is the list. Uh mister Harriman is a process server outside. What is it? I don't know, sir, but I think it's a subpoena. I was expecting that.
2: Henry, get Mr. Cammons on the phone. Yes, sir. I think it's time for my lawyer. <laughs>
1: While representing Mr. Harriman's relatives, contend that his behavior for the past few weeks gives clear indications that a mind brilliant in the world of finance has become phenom. They petition you to declare him incompetent and to assign a conservator to protect his financial interests as those of his age. May I suggest that in his last few words, my opponent gave away his entire season? It is evident that the petitioners believe that my client should conduct his affairs in such a way as to ensure that his nephews, nieces, and their issue will be supported in unearned luxury the rest of their lives. Like vultures they depend on. Now while it is true that he has sold his holdings, is it strange that an elderly man should wish to retire? We pray this court will confirm my client in his right to do what he likes with his own. Deny this petition and send these meddlers about their business. Reserved judgment till tomorrow. Which way is the captain to jump? Uh, Judge Embry is a strange one, Dale. He assured me he has a higher regard for personal liberty and then added that any action he took would be in your interest. But he did say that men do become senile and must be protected. Senile? He might rule against me. Yes, Dale. He might. Here it he is. Eccentric millionaire disappeared. Are you eccentric, Mr. Harriman? Well, they used to call me crazy. It depends on your credit rate. A bench warrant under contempt proceedings has been issued. They won't find me out here. How's the work going, Charlie? Well, my end's in pretty good shape. We finished the second pressure test on the new tanks and fuel lines today. The ground tests are all done, except the calibration. It'll take about four hours unless I run into bugs. How about suppliers? Food and water on board, three vacuum suits, spare, service kit. I'm short navigation equipment, but give me a sextant, and I'll get you down on the moon at any spot you name. Just from a general knowledge of relative speeds in orbit. All right, Columbus. We know you can hit the floor with your hat. Are you ready to go? My nephews will have detectives looking for me. Well, I could run those calibration tests tonight. Take till midnight. After that, it's up to the Commodore here. There. There she is, Miss Araman. That's the job that'll take you to the moon. It's a uh, good I... Uh, hey, Max, stop the car. Charlie's out. Look at. Him. Where's his medicine? Red pocket breaking glass. All right. Hold it under his nose. Loud. Leave him. What's going on? Max, we ain't gonna. Why not? It's murder. He'll never stand up on his initial acceleration. Maybe not. But it's what he wants to do. Get that ship ready to fly. Hey. Hey you. You. Me? Yeah. How many other people are there out here on this desert? What can I do for you? You're James McIntyre? Hey, Mac. Yeah? What's the matter, Charles? Oh. You McIntyre? Yeah. I'm the deputy federal marshal in this district. I got a warrant for your arrest. What charge? Conspiracy to violate the Space Precautionary Act. As you, uh, you, I suppose, you're uh, Charles Schwartz, huh? Yeah. Well, I got one for you, too. Thanks. And a man named Harriman. Got a court order to put seals on your spaceship. We haven't got any spaceship. What are you doing, kid me? What's that, sort a of kiddie car? Trotto yacht. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll put seals on it till a spaceship shows up. Now, come on. Where's Harry? Uh, in the shed. Over there. What shed are you... <coughs> Knuckle. That's the one I broke playing football. I'm always hurt that thing. Charlie, we got to hurry. Get Pop into the cabin and strap him into his hammock. Drive right. So long, deputy. Oh my god. She's warm, Charlie. Everything set back there? How do I know? I didn't have time to run tests. Tough. You all right, Mr. Harris? I think so. These straps are tight. Have to be when we blast off. All set, Charlie. Give me control. Check. That key. One bank. Check. Two bank. There's an artillery on. We don't need it. All right, boy. Hang on. Let's go. Couldn't be better. You better stay in your hammock. I'll uh, loosen the straps a little. Uh, uh, what is it? Nothing. I'll just go easy on that side. Pop, you ain't fooling me, man. you got a couple of busted ribs. Well, there isn't much I can do until we ground. You take a neobarbital and I'll wake you when we cut Jeff. No. No, no. I'll stay awake. Okay. Just you take man.
0: automatic, Charlie.
1: How the tube's holding up. Fine. Right. Tight as a drum. He handles nice. How's top? Alive. He's in bad shape. How bad? Cracked a couple of ribs in the takeoff. You'd better set it down awful easy if you want him alive. I'll make a full swing around the moon and ease her in on an approach curve. It'll go fine. If we've got enough fuel...
2: Uh, uh, what? Uh, who called me?
1: Something wrong, Father?
2: I thought somebody was calling me. I, I must have been asleep.
1: I swung your hammock around. We're breaking out. There she is ahead. The moon. I've seen a thousand photographs. There. There. That's Copernicus. Tycho.
2: The maneuver of Minerva
1: you know it all right, Pop. Mm-hmm. Where are you landing? Ariambrium? Between Aristolus and Archimedes? That's about 40 miles from Luna City, is it? Sure, sure.
2: It won't be easy landing with a ground approach uh, radar, will it? I've done it before. Not without a second pilot to punch the statimeter. <laughs>
1: Pop, you ought to have a mate ticket. You know the whole routine. You must have really studied up.
2: Yes, that's all I could do. Study. Till now.
1: Look at her, the moon. I feel as if I were coming home. Yeah. Charlie. You. Taking a in. Cut in full power. Make it good, Mac. Cop can't take a rough one. Shut up and give me the power. I'll do my best. Okay. meet a meter setting punch. Hang on. Here we go. a lousy landing, Mac. Bad drift. How's our passenger? Quiet. Mean, I wouldn't make any bets. That landing stuff wouldn't shut up like this The cop. He's alive. Blood on his mouth. All right, take, take it easy. We're down. Where? Take it easy. suits. Where are they? That's ready, Pop. Debbie, you can't go out there yet. We gotta get it some first aid. Get me that suit. What do you think, Mac? Might as well get his suit out of the locker. Use the big one; he'll be more comfortable. Okay, Pop. Easy now. hurt Hurry. Feel a, bit of a right now, Take it easy. All right, the helmet. You, Guy Francis. Here, valve. That's, listen on. Don't hit him. Yeah. Alright. Come on, Charlie. Let's get into our suits and we'll carry him out the lock. Easy. Easy, Will. Okay. Okay. You alright, pal? Outside. You should be outside. The left leg is going Get your shoulder over. Right. Open the lock. Alright, pal. Come on. We're going out on the moon. leave you out here to look around. You now we are ready for the hike to town. You alright? Mm-hmm. We have to break out air bottles rig a It's 40 miles into the dome. Charlie, drop something behind his head. Okay. Comfortable, huh? I thought somebody called on me. getting old. My mind is yeah. 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 on But you know, isn't it? I made it, Charlie. I'm on the move. You didn't understand. You were afraid I wouldn't take care of myself, but I am it. Down, I'm on the moonlight. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. You better get Pop going. Here, give me a hand getting him on the stretcher. Never mind stretching, back. What's the matter? He won't move. Need- we better get out the pumice air bottles. A long walk to town. Yeah. What about him? Looks as if he's resting, doesn't he? Crossed off, looking out on the pumice. Well, he got through the road Come on. Let's start walking. <laughs>
0: Heard another adventure into the unknown world of the future, the world of
1: Imagine.
0: Imagine a planet somewhere in the universe where night comes only once in a thousand years. The friendly darkness night brings to our own world on this far off planet is a thing of terror a breeder of panic and evil. Be with us next week as we
1: bring you Isaac Asimov's Nightfall.
2: Dimension Next is presented transcribed each week by the National Broadcasting Company in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of the magazine Astounding Science Fiction. Today, Dementia Next is presented Requiem. Written for radio by Ernest Canoy, from the story by Robert Heinlein. Featured in the cast were Rob Henderson
1: as Harriman, Bill Quinn as McIntyre, and Owen Jordan as Charlie.